Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John Ojo, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Welcome in. It's Jags Drive Time. I'm not Ashlyn Sullivan. I'm J.P. Shadrick filling in. Ashlyn will be back with us very soon. John Ozier along with me in studio. Brian Sexton on his home set today. And here we go on a Tuesday morning. We're about three and a half weeks away from the NFL draft. The Jags have signed another linebacker recently. There's a few things going on. It's not as hectic as it will be in the days coming up. Let's uh, go ahead and get right into it. Big things right away, starting with... The reality of this offseason, virtual versus in-person this offseason. Well, how is the team going to handle how this thing's going to look? First off, what's it going to look like, John, I guess is the big question. Well, that's the question, and I don't think we have the answer yet. And my guess is, in full disclosure, we're down the hall from football ops. My guess is down the hall, they can't wait to find out that answer, and it's it, – it's starting to get a little old not having the answer. I would guess you're going to see on field at some point with players, but still meeting virtually. Try to meet in the middle somewhere there, but all the logistics and all the details of that stuff be hammered out. Let's get the, these other big things. We'll come back around. Uh, Lawrenceville, Trevor Lawrence is the, uh, you know, seems like the number one overall pick for the Jaguars. Uh, Urban Meyer said almost as such the other week. But this could change the way that the NFL thinks about the Jaguars organization, him and things around him moving ahead. And finally, our final big thing today, 23 days, but who's counting, to the NFL draft. How is this draft going to be conducted? It will be in Cleveland. The commissioner will be in Cleveland. Some of the top prospects will be up there as well. But it'll be a little bit different, I think, still from a normal NFL draft. All right, Brian, let's go back to our first big thing today. What is, what is this thing going to feel like, this virtual in-person offseason? Well, I guess it depends on who you ask, JP, and it's a great question, and I know a lot of people are trying to figure that out. My biggest concern is not that they can't get some football work done. I mean, a the Players Association would certainly present the case that they did it this way last year and they got through a whole season last year and not too many people complained about the quality of the product. But this is a brand new era experiment in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer coming in and radically overhauling the franchise. And the word that, that he keeps using and the word that we keep talking about is culture. And I don't know how you radically transform the building and bring in all these new players, 12 guys in free agency, 11 draft picks. There'll be a, a ton of undrafted rookies that make it through and build the kind of program with the kind of culture that you want. I don't think you can do it virtually. I mean, I, I say I don't think, I don't believe that you can, but maybe, maybe someone's got a plan that I haven't heard of. So the whole virtual versus in-person thing for the Jaguars and from their angle, it slows down, it, 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 it hinders the development of the culture that we have heard so much about Urban Meyer and what he does when he comes into a program. They might just have to adapt to the circumstances. I mean, everybody's going to have to deal with the mm -hmm. same thing. That, that's the, the hand you're dealt, John. But it affects, to Brian's point, it affects a first-year coach far differently than it affects a second-year coach. Uh, Brian has covered the culture angle, and I completely agree with him. 
to me, the second part of this is make sure or you hope that there's some extensive on-field work this year. And I think culture is point A for this. But point B is you can't tell me that Caleb on Chason wouldn't have been better last year with eight weeks of on-field. And I keep going back to the point, uh, a couple of the coaches I mentioned this last year. It's the only time, the offseason, outside of maybe two and a half weeks of training camp, it's the only time for young players to truly try to learn technique, to truly be coached. Once you get into the regular season, JP, there's you no, know. There's no time. You watch practice. It's game planning. It's prep. Yeah. There's not a lot of, they call it working on themselves, self versus self. There's not a lot of that. So if you're going to ask these coaches to get these guys better, then make sure that you give them some time in the offseason. I'll bet young players aren't the ones who are saying we don't need that time. Well, and you know, to that point, John, it, I agree with you. We saw over the last 10 years as practice was restricted and offseason work was pared down, we saw those of us who cover the game and have for some time, we saw the game change a bit and we saw uh, deficiencies, let's put it that way, in some areas on the field. Offensive line play being one that most people would point to. A quarterback development doesn't appear to be one that was because the game has changed so much as a passing game. But we've seen it in the last 10 years. So there's no way you can say that the game isn't as good by guys not practicing. And I think Caleb on Chason and his surge at the end of the year is a great example of it. I'm just presenting the case that that's what the Players Association and J.C. Treader, the Brown Center, who is the president of the Players Association, has been saying in recent weeks. And the Players Association is dragging their heels on everybody coming back in and playing it in the offseason like it has been. Totally agree. Uh, they figured out a way to get it done last year, but that doesn't mean that that makes the game better or more enjoyable to watch. Let's move along now to, well, Lawrenceville, Trevor Town, whatever you're going to call this place after it. Now, his, his representatives, I'm sure, have trademarked all of the above. They should have. If they haven't, well, maybe we should. I don't know. Either way. Uh, but it's going to change the way this organization, at least initially, is seen, I think, around the NFL, Brian. Uh, yeah, and I want to point this out. We talked about, about this on Jaguars Reporters, and, and – let me give it from kind of the regional angle. I was in the panhandle over Easter weekend, saw a lot of Saints fans, I was wearing nothing in Jaguars garb. I didn't identify myself as having been affiliated with the Jaguars all these years. I just simply asked some questions. And those people that I met were sad to see the Saints era with Drew Brees end. Not because they were huge Saints fans, though they became that, but they were Drew Brees fans, which is why they became Saints fans. And one of them offhandedly remarked to me that kid they're going to draft in Jacksonville might get my attention over there. And that was the part that hit me. He hasn't even been drafted yet. That's still three weeks away. And yet the attention is so focused on Trevor Lawrence and the kind of quarterback he is, because if he wasn't great, people wouldn't be interested in him. But what he is as a player and a person, because we're starting to learn a lot more about him off the field, has people's attention. And I thought, you know, we might see some people in the panhandle who looked west to New Orleans turn east to Jacksonville if this thing wins, because, John, I think you'd agree it's winning that brings people in, but it's personalities like Drew Brees that kept those folks watching the Saints all those years. Um, I can recall 
going out into the panhandle in 1995 when we were trying to build the Jaguars radio network and you were competing with the Saints and the Bucks and the Falcons and of course the ubiquitous teams like the Cowboys and the Raiders. Um, the Jaguars didn't get any traction out there. I, I, that's going to change. I, regionally speaking, I think Trevor Lawrence, as a Southern kid who played at a Southern university, I, I think this is epic potential written all over it for the Jaguars. Best quarterback in college football for three years, won a national title his freshman year, Heisman runner-up last year, and uh, he has all the accolades and everything off the field to go with it, John. Well, it's easy to forget sometimes because we are so deep into it. And most of the people who write me, most of the people who approach us when we're out are hardcore Jags fans because they're engaged all the time. You don't recognize us if you're not a hardcore Jaguars fan. Um, but there are many, many casual football fans out there who they identify with quarterback and a few stars. The Jaguars have not had a star of what this kid could be maybe ever. Fred... Maurice Jones, Drew, Jimmy. Yeah. There's a picture over here in the studio. It's funny. <laughs> okay. That of an entire group of fans, I think it's around 2000, 2010. What's notable about the picture, they're all going crazy. They're going nuts. I don't think there's a quarterback jersey in the entire I frame. I see a bunch of 32s. Right. I see a 93 of all things. A point see, being, yeah, how about that? I'm not sure what era this is. <laughs> what you want are... 75% 16 jerseys or uh, whatever number that he's going to wear. That's where you get huge swaths of fans following you, and that's what this kid can bring. Quick. He can change this photo, JP. That, this one right here, that's, that's what right. matters. That's to right. Me. When you walk around, you know, obviously you walk around New England, and everybody's wearing number 12 jerseys. T that's, Brady. That's right. how that works uh, when the quarterback is the star. Final big thing here, I thought here 23 days to the draft. Uh, you know, last year was a really strange one. But it really kind of worked out well. There were a lot of good things that came out of that draft of everybody working virtually and the, the home setups for all the prospects and the coaches and the GMs. But they're going closer now, it seems like, John, back to normal. They're having the draft in Cleveland. Who all will be involved there? We'll see. It's three weeks away, though, and I think there'll be a mix of in-person and, and virtual things, John. It feels like it's going to be that mix for a little while. And you'll slowly transition back to some version of what we had before. I'm anxious to find out how much we ever get back to exactly how it was before, how much they try to keep things distant just because that's the way the world has gone. But for right now, I would expect a mix. I still expect this draft to overall have more of a virtual feel than an in-person feel, but I could be wrong about that. I hope I'm wrong about that because, as we discussed on Jaguars Reporters, the faster we can get back to all being together, except for this group, we don't want to be together. <laughs> but for the most part, the faster we can get back to being face-to-face -face with the people we cover, the better job we can do, obviously, to bring the story to the fans. You know, I would agree with that. Uh, and, and again, I would encourage people to go listen to Jaguars reporters from yesterday uh, because we talk at length about how it impacts the job that we do, uh, and, and coaches and players also. You know, JP, it's interesting if you look at the draft last year, that was the part where it felt good virtual because the stories that were told were different than the stories that are normally told. Um, and, I, and I think the league is wise to kind of branch out and do that. And Trevor Lawrence is going to be at Clemson. There was a day where all the top players congregated in New York, and that's just that's not the case anymore. And I think that's a really good thing for the league to be able to tell the story 
in many different ways. Because let's face it, I mean, the names are different. Maybe the jerseys look different, but the stories on drafting are all the same. They're, it's about kids who are living a dream, who became great players and their mothers. And you, you tell them the, the, the story essentially the same way. Someone sitting in a chair on a, a stage in New York doing a one-on-one -on -one interview. Uh, last year, it was in people's homes, and we saw the mothers interacting with their sons, and we saw the, the, the peewee football coaches who were in the backyard as the draft was going on. The stories may be the same, but you can tell them in different ways, and I think the league benefited from that. Opposite of what we're talking about being virtual in terms of the actual football. All right, let's come back in a moment. Plenty ahead. When we return, though, we will go beyond. Yes, beyond the number one overall pick. We're off and running. It's Jags Drive Time presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open to legal residents of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsor and administrator TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA FSP. Forever Vets Animal Hospital has always been about helping animals with same-day appointments, walk-ins, and extended hours. Keeping your pets healthy is important to their experienced and dedicated staff. From preventive care, surgical, diagnostic, and emergency procedures, they offer quality pet care at a reasonable cost. Your pets deserve the best, and that's Forever Vets. Visit ForeverVets.com to learn more and book your first free office exam today. They can't wait to have you as a part of the Forever Vets family. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Fires it toward the end zone. DJ goes up and gets it. Chark attack in the corner of the end zone. Touchdown to DJ Chark. I feel like this is a whole new era. You know, same logo, same uniforms, different team. Uh, I'm excited to see the transition into something even bigger and better. So uh, I'm very excited. Fires it deep downfield. He's got a man out there. That's DJ Chark, 30. Did he get to the pylon? Yes, he did. Touchdown. Come out to the game. Y'all haven't been here for a year, so it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, we got some playmakers out here, we got some ballers. So, I mean, you can watch it on TV if you want to, but uh, the people at the game will have more fun, so. That's DJ Chark, of course, Jaguars wide receiver. And yes, indeed, season, season ticket renewals are underway. Existing season ticket members need to lock in their seats and demand is sky high this year. April 9th, that's Friday, is the renewal deadline 
The Jags look to play in front of a full capacity crowd in 2021. Look for the renewal link in your email. Visit jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. Big week around you. Phone ringing off the hook. You walk around the office, John. Fired up. Everybody's fired up. Rightly so. As well they should be. You know, I just realized, this is the first time we've shared a desk probably in like 15 or 16 months. Really? Right? I guess so. Yeah, we've we've done all these shows virtually or, you know. I haven't missed it that much. I love you too, John. (laughs) Good morning. Uh, J.P. Shadrick, John Osier, Brian Sexton. Let's move along. He set you up for that one. That was an easy (laughs) one. That was like the... uh, But it is odd. It is. uh, All kidding aside, J.P., I missed you. I don't believe that. Let's go beyond number one now, as we uh, normally do on this program, of course. We know what the Jags are probably going to do with the number one pick. How about third round and fourth round picks today? Let's focus on the 65th and the 106th. And, I, I, you know, I'm new to this. You guys do this every week. But it is difficult to pinpoint names here. John, though, you know, you can have an idea of the type mm-hmm. of player you want. I think that's when you're trying to pick and do mock drafts, it's tough to do because everything has to happen ahead of you. But in that situation, you really need speed and size, right? Yeah, the most amusing thing to me every year are the seven-round mocks because by round <laughs> six, it, it, it's purely darts at a board, and I get that. But um, I don't know the specific names of where they'll go here, but I think in the top five picks, and this goes down to the top six picks. When I say top five, I mean the Jaguars' top six picks. I can't believe that two or three of that group won't be used to make this team faster. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, you're getting faster at quarterback. But what I'm getting at is Urban Meyer has talked about speed and explosiveness. Trent Baalke talked about being more explosive at the running back position. Urban Meyer talked about it at the wide receiver position. Well, they really didn't do that raw, raw speed thing in free agency. Marvin Jones is an addition. But I don't think he's your speed guy at wide receiver. Philip Dorsett Might be. Is, it, is very fast, but he's a guy that you're not sure what you'll get from him. Mm-hmm. And even if he's a, a major addition, I don't know that he adds the front-line speed in the wide receiver core. Certainly they haven't done it running back. I believe that out of these top six picks, like one will be tight end, one will be line, but then you'll have three skill position guys trying to get them very, very fast. Some combination of speed in those two spots wouldn't surprise me a bit. What do you think, Brian? Well, look, and, and I, we've got some lists of players, and here's why we did it. I, I really believe when you get into the third round, you are looking at real value positions. And for this Jacksonville team that has worked around the perimeter in some ways, I think this is where you look for an, a linebacker, a tight end, a guard, Uh, These are guys that can come in like an A.J. can uh, and plug themselves in and become a long-term performer, not a star necessarily. So um, receiver, obviously a part of that because I think this is a deep wide receiver draft. But if you throw up the uh, the screen, if you can, I'm not sure who's in the control room. Uh, Trent, I think, is. Trent, throw up the wide receivers for a minute there. So you look at the guy right off the top in Danami Brown. And, you know, whether he's there or not, remains to be seen but my you know our friend we all know Matt Miller uh who's got his uh, his brand new uh what's he call it uh, uh, draft scout the draft scout.com 
He loves Denami Brown. He thinks he fits. In fact, I think he gave him to the Jaguars. He's doing this day-by-day -day mock draft. And today, he gave him Dynami Brown because he said, look, this is a guy with size, with speed, uh, and a little bit like Debo Samuel, right? Not as fast, not as quick, but a guy with playmaking skill, who you kind of figure might be there around 65. Seth Williams, I know you guys know, and, and Amari Rogers is a guy from Clemson. You know, these are guys who could be there the third, the fourth, the fifth round. I, we, we bring it up, and there are names of guards and linebackers as well, and all of them kind of fit, because this is where you get your roster stronger, better. Not necessarily impact guys in terms of being stars, but guys who come in and, and grow and develop and get better. You know, a lot of folks uh, have focused on that tight end position here, and rightly so, because Urban Meyer said they still have some work to do with the pass-catching tight end spot. And, you know, there's a feeling, John, I know you and we've talked to Bucky about this a little bit. There's a feeling you don't have to go 25. You can have a tight end 33 in that second and maybe even into the third-round window. And I'm sure there are some names there that, can, um, that could pop up too, John. You would think. I would think you address tight end a little earlier than this. If you don't, Jordan, Tremble, Hunter Long, these are guys you hear about when discussing these players that they are potential contributors. They don't necessarily translate into stars, according to the draft analysts. But the reality with the tight end position, as we've discussed ad nauseum on these shows the last few weeks, it's... It's the trickiest position to find, in my opinion, in the draft. Uh, First-round tight ends don't have a great history of being big stars. Kelsey, Kittle are the two guys who are the best in the league right now. We're not first-round picks. We're not expected to be the players that they are today. So most teams find their tight ends by taking a guy like from that group and having them develop and sort of surprise people. Maybe the Jaguars can do that this year. All right, let's come back in just a moment. We've got to cut it a little short here. Let's come back. The Ozone Snapshot is right around the corner, and we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. We are about halfway home. It is Jags Drive Time presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And at Deco, visit adecousa.com. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The reload has begun, and the time for talk 
is over. When you grab a seat in this beautiful stadium, you're going to see a team play really fast. I want a team that plays fearless. Visit Jaguars.com to renew your season tickets and join head coach Urban Meyer for a new era of Jaguars football. Already a season ticket member? Renew your tickets by April 9th and guarantee your seat selection. We'll see you at the bank. This broadcast is Ozone friendly. Ozone. Welcome back, Jags Drive Time, presented by Dead Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Brian Sexton. That music means John Osher is on the program as well, and it's time for an Ozone Snapshot. Where we get into the ozone mailbag, and we start today, John, with Fred from Jacksonville. With the sheer number of signees, how many might you anticipate don't make the final roster? Zero. Zero. I, mean, I, I, I get this question a lot, and I guess it's because they've signed some guys in free agency who people aren't that familiar with, so they assume, well, their roster uh, – filler their training camp fodder you know maybe one or two don't work out and don't make the final roster but my understanding and my impression is these guys that they've signed you know say Jamal Agnew who maybe people haven't heard of that much um or uh Damian Wilson who yeah. was a second wave guy um you know they have roles the coaching staff looked and and the personnel people looked at the depth chart, looked at what they had, and they decided that they needed guys in certain situations. I don't think they went out and paid these guys what they paid them, uh, which in some cases wasn't salary kept killing money, but it was, it was still asset allocation. It's significant. Yes. They didn't do these things with the idea these guys won't make the roster. So I think, you know, out of 13, 14, 15 additions, I'd be surprised if – more than one isn't here because they have a specific thought as to how these guys are going to be used. So I would say zero for right now. Does that make sense, Brian? You know, and, and I, well, I interpreted the question different. You know, over 27 years here, because of Jacksonville's deep college roots, I think people sometimes use the word signee when they mean drafty, right? Because they're used to college signing day. So I kind of interpreted the question different, and I'll just answer it that way. Um, they have 11 picks this year, and I would anticipate all 11 make the team as well. Um, you're not going to waste a draft choice on somebody that can't make your team. And the evaluation process, even though this year it's a bit thin because they didn't get the combine and, and the one-on-one -on -one time that, uh, that they had hoped to, um, my expectation is, is that everybody that they signed as a free agent, for John's reasons, the money, and that they draft uh, as a player – you know, for the, the equity that the draft choice is, they're bringing them in to make the team. Yeah, so what is it, 12, 13 free agent guys now, right, total? Somewhere in that I ballpark. Think, yeah. yeah. There'll be 11 right. draft picks maybe, you know, and then some unsigned or undrafted guys. So you're, you're pushing the 30 new players on the roster of the 53. But you usually, in the NFL, you usually have a 17, 21 turnover, even in a normal year for a team that's competitive. Yeah. So to add a few – I'd be surprised if that's not the number, 31 or 32 new guys. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah, but considering what they were last year, 1 and 15. Next question, Josh from Atlanta, Georgia. Do you have a writer's sense, oh boy, careful with that, of something truly different in terms of culture and organization 
from the interviews you've done so far. A writer's sense well, writer's really sense, got me. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's that high a bar <laughs> when you get right down to it. But it's uh, it's uh, I guess we can go with that. My sense, and I thought it to you guys too, because we all talk to people again, not as much and not as in depth as we would if we were all you know non-virtual, but. In the talking to people that I've done, I get the sense that there's a new culture. I get the feeling that you get your what you would expect, which is sort of a new walk. I talked to Tosh Lapoy, the defensive line coach, last week, and he talked about you know the stereo blaring at six in the morning when they get in, or or, or whenever they get in, and the energy and the excitement. And he said it's what you would want when you have a change like this. And I think that's right. This is what you want. It's going to be new. It's going to feel new in training camp. And then you have to have some success to back that up and maintain it. You know, all coaching transition always feels different. This one certainly feels more high energy. Because of Urban, it it feels different. It feels special. So they've got to take that feeling and make it last. Yeah, bright, shiny, and new. It happens when change happens, Brian. But then you have to go back it up with a success after it. You do. And so from that perspective, um, you know, not having access to spend time with coaches and players, it's it's hard to say there's any tangible cultural changes yet. Those won't happen until players are in here and whatever rules are in place, whatever processes Urban brings in, whatever attitude that he asks for from his team, we won't see that until training camp. And John's right. You know, you can build all the culture you want. They've tried to do that in the past here. But unless it wins, the culture is thin and it falls apart. My my perspective on this is they have tried. Gus Bradley tried. Doug Marone tried. They were not able to build a culture that was sustainable. The thing about this culture with this coach and this quarterback is it has the appearance of stability on the way. That's it for the Ozone Snapshot today. We'll wrap things up when we return. This is Jags Drive Time presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit CSICompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for CSI Companies. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space to safely do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles per hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Hey, Jaguars fans, are you ready to talk some trash? Well, nobody talks trash quite like Waste Pro, the official waste service and recycling partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Specializing in residential and commercial solid waste and recycling collection, processing, and disposal, Waste Pro is equipped to handle all your recycling and garbage removal needs. For service, call 904 731 7288. Waste Pro, caring for communities 
and caring for Jacksonville. Welcome back. It's Jags Drive Time presented by Jet Home Loans. And check out the official Jaguars podcast network, a free subscription on Apple iTunes or Spotify. This program archived. Jags reporters on Monday. That was yesterday. Uh, the Huddle Up podcast comes up tomorrow morning. And then we've got uh, Happy Hour Thursday. And then the Jags broadcast week in review Friday. Uh, Zone, you're going to have a podcast this week, the Ozone Pod? Squeeze it in. Uh, Daryl Bevel will okay. be, uh, I believe that will be posted Thursday, J.P. You'll be doing the posting, so <laughs> well, you might control that. We might can work on that. We're on the desk together today. We can we can talk through that. Uh, Brian, you know, busy week. Here we go. We're three three weeks away. It's it's going to come in quick now to the NFL draft. It does, and if people think that the excitement level is starting to become tangible in Jacksonville, and as I witnessed in Tallahassee and parts west, just wait till that kid puts his feet on the ground here. If he's going to be a Clemson. I wouldn't be surprised if he isn't here really quickly on Thursday. Oh. You know, you might see a jet go fly and pick him up and bring him down here. Um, this thing is going to it's going to reach a level that we haven't seen in Jacksonville, and that is um, that's really, really tempting, enticing, exciting. Choose your adjective. I know you use them for a living. That's Brian Sexton, John Ozier to my left, and your right. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Our thanks to Trent Padilla, Joe Fortunato, and Ashlyn Sullivan will be back with you next time around. This is Jags Drive Time presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.